There you go. That's the way to do it. How goes it, everybody? Hello there, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. everybody today. Welcome to another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C, of course. And uh, what a beautiful day here in New York. Uh, I know some of you went to the beach today. Yeah. Some of you did not. <laughs> uh, Someone yesterday. Yeah, someone yesterday, but I'm uh, happy you guys are with us again for another edition, uh, show number 55, Double Nickels. Before we begin, I want to talk uh, about Gerald over there. Gerald, you was almost went under the knife. What happened? Tell us the story about Gerald. What happened? Long story short, uh, the doctor and his team and I had a lengthy discussion and we decided to uh, forego the... Uh, the surgery, and I am going to be going into physical therapy, but ultimately I will probably need the procedure. Tell everybody what the procedure is. I don't think everyone knows. I have one of, one of the tendons in my right shoulder is 75% is torn. So it will entail rotor cuff surgery and I won't be able to start for the mitts anytime soon. <laughs> a year and a half is the recovery time if you're a pitcher, right? <laughs> Yeah. You, you, you like that guy, Crow Armstrong, is having the same type of surgery. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right. So let's keep us uh, in tune with what's happening with you as you progress with your therapy. Okay. Can you raise your arm over your head? I can do that. Can you rotate your arm? Mm. Can you rotate it? Yeah, you can. You can. So you're okay. <laughs> uh, hey, Dr. Gold has spoken. <laughs> it's like when years ago, many, many years ago, when my when my son was a like a, a little boy, the 38-year-old son, when he was a little boy, he's playing on the floor with his cousin, who's younger than him, and the cousin kicked him in his finger. And he starts yelling, Oh my god, ow, 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 you know, the pain in the, the finger. I said, can you move it? Yeah, I can move it. Ah, it's not broken. <laughs> God, it was broken. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, never know. Anyway, next week, uh, you guys remember Barry Cohen? No, yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So Barry Cohen is going to join us next week around the 4.30 hour uh, to talk about something that he does with health and wellness. Uh, he's a consultant for 26 years. He's helped many individuals and families optimize their health. And he also, he also offers a free complimentary health assessment or any questions he'll take next week or in private. So he wanted to talk a little bit. I said, I'll give you 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so that's coming on next week. Okay. And there was a rumor. Well, it really wasn't a rumor. We, we were trying to get Ron Bloomberg on the show. And I, I sent an email out to uh, some of you fellas, not all of you. I saw uh, it would be a, a nighttime version of On the Mark. Uh, but he, 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 um, his fee is about $2,000, which, of course, my group cannot afford. So we need a couple of different groups to come together. I spoke to, to Michael. I spoke to... Uh, um, Michael, yeah, Michael's Michael Clayman, Michael Fine, Finder, and I also spoke to a few other temples. If they want to join in, 
$2,000 becomes less and less per group. I haven't heard from anybody except for Michael Clayman, and we can't afford $1,000 each. So, so right now it's in the, oh no, or question mark state right now. Rumble. So we'll go, we'll go from there. Yeah, Mark, was that, was that from the Brotherhood? Or from the no. Brotherhood was going to that was going to we're going to pay uh, we're going to pay a fee. The temple's not paying for it, uh, but our 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 bank account will pay for it, uh, just a portion. But we can't afford the full amount. We need people to come in with us. And so he'll give a Zoom. There'll be a Zoom question answer. He'll talk about his book. He's promoting the book. Uh, some of you read the book. Some of you like the book, but. He's getting around, and his publicist said that's his that's his going rate, about two grand. So you pay him to talk, and you buy his book, and he gets more money. So that's that's how he makes his money. I'll do it for five hundred. <laughs> All right, this is number fifty-five, and a new fifty-five came aboard this week. Tell Come me, on. tell me your fifty-fives this week. Herman. Guy pitching for the Yankees today. Herman, yeah. Herman, but how about the new 55 on the Dodgers? Oh. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols became a 55. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that was, uh, I think, Kershaw's number. Yeah, yeah, yeah they right? asked Kershaw first. Percy, he asked uh, uh, Sega? Sega? Sega for the number, right? Sega. He wouldn't give yeah. it up. <laughs> I don't blame him. Wasn't Johnny Cook 55? Guys. Who is it? Johnny Cooks. Oh, wow. A lot of different teams. Matsui. I don't know. But besides Hershiser and Pujols, who else do you think is 55? Was 55? Kiki. Kiki Vandaway. Good one, Ron. Yeah. All right. Gerald, Jerry, who you got? Wow. All Hershiser, Tim Lincecum. Uh, Hideki Matsui, Dolph Shays, Jorge Posada, Bob Veal, and Frank Howard. Very good. That's a very good list. Wow. He cheated. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cheating is good. That's how I get my numbers, too. Is it? I know from my brain here. Okay. Uh, I got a, I got a beep beep for you before we go move on. I got a beep beep. Funny names. Travis Blankenhorn is in the Dodgers organization. I think they gave him a cup of coffee uh, this week, but he's back in the moment. Well. Okay, let's start with baseball because a lot of baseball took place this week. I want to talk about the most recent Corey Kluber. Who wants to oh, talk? Yeah. Wants to talk about Corey Kluber and his no hitter yesterday? It was fun watching. Yeah. Watch the whole game. I didn't watch the last couple of innings. No, I've never seen more movement on pitches. In my day, the last time I've seen movement like that was maybe uh, Sandy Koufax with that drop curveball. He looked totally unhittable, totally mm. unhittable. And and then though in the in the ninth inning, it's unbelievable the shift. He, he even the last out was hit to Gleyber Torres who was in the shift. Yeah. The ball prior to that that got caught by Wade, it was clobbered, but Wade was just in the right spot. And then in ninth, even the shot to uh, third base to uh, Shella was hard hit. By the ninth inning, he was running on fumes, and uh, mm. the Yankees were just in the right spot. But what a well-pitched game. Well-pitched well game. Listen, one year, $11 million gamble. 
he paid he paid them. You know, it was worthwhile right there, right? The one game. He goes into Yankee uh, history as uh, pitching the no hitter for them. Um, two Cy Young awards he's had. So we got a nice added to his resume. But did you listen to his interview afterwards? Yeah. Not a very personal person. No. <laughs> well, that's why he didn't jump up and down. Yeah, he's uh, introverted. Roger. Yeah, we talked about this earlier, Mark. I mean, his nickname is Cluebot, so <laughs> I guess oh. he's you know he's he's locked in. He's very robotic in his approach, but, uh... but even after the game, when all the uh, attention is all gone and it's all like he's relaxed, he's so excited. He was he didn't show any excitement. Oh. <laughs> Quick smile after the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how did the Yankees get him? But I think the Red Sox and Tampa Bay were after him also. Doesn't everybody want to be a Yankee? No, but you know. Yeah, uh, Fred. Yeah, I, Milton. I think they had an inside track because he was training in the off season with the guy who's. I think the guy's name is Creasy Cressy. He's the head of the Yankees training uh, facilities. So he 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 was using him as his personal trainer in the off season. So they may have had an inside track with that. Good. Good. Does yeah. anybody find it interesting that of, of the six no hitters this year, two three teams have been no hit twice? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh yeah. It's the second time the Rangers were no hit. They were yeah. In Indians and the uh, Mariners. Mariners. Yeah. yeah. And it's also the third time in Major League history that no hitters were thrown on consecutive days. Days in a row. Yeah. I mean, I know one of them was Perry and Ray Washburn. I don't know who the third one was. That's a good question to ask. So the Spencer Turnbull threw the one on, uh, what was it, on Tuesday? Tuesday night, yeah. Night over Seattle. So have you heard about this uh, Turnbull guy? Anybody? Yeah. He's what do you good. Think? What? You're, throwing yeah. it, you're good, right? Yeah. So the, the last Yankee no-hitter was in 1999, David Cohen. So it's their first perfect game. Perfect game. In the, in perfect, the, game. The, years. perfect game in this, uh, this century. Against the Expos, yeah. And, and the first one on the road since 1951, right? They had a, uh, a list of all the Yankee no-hitters in the paper today. Yeah. Uh, before uh, Allie Reynolds did two in 1951, I was only one. When that happened. <laughs> you don't remember that one. Huh? <laughs> I was only also. Remember, but Monty Pearson does that name sound? He he did one in '38. Sad Sam Jones. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. realized what the name. Yeah. Sam Jones. I remember that name. Well, there yeah. was Sam Jones who pitched for the Giants. I, yeah, I think this is a different guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Seventeen. And I explained why he was called oh, Sad Sam Jones because he wore his hat like this and he looked uh, sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see that. But uh, yeah, it seems like all these recent no hitters recent since uh, Eddie Abbott, Gooden, Wells, Cone. You kind of remember those things, you know, Yankee fan. Yeah. Or not, you yeah. Remember them, of course, being in New York. Of course. <laughs> so last week. The Yankees were 20 and 17. We're going to do this each week to see how they go up or how they go down. And now they're 24 and 19, but they're in fourth place, but they're all close. Up the vision. Yeah. 
tough division. So they went, they went four and two during the week. Okay. And Gleyber uh, Torres is back. Uh, Roneg Odor came back. Now, now he's away again on paternity leave. What's the deal on that? Hey, he's playing he's today. Back. He's playing today. He played today. Play today. His wife gave birth. Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah. yeah, baby girl. And so Hicks and Stanton are out now. They're on the injured list. And so is Lamar. Well, yeah. Right. Thank you. Know. He had some career, Lamar. <laughs> you, you heard of him before? Michael, you heard of him? No, no. He, he doesn't look like, you know, there's another player, was it two years ago? His first time in he's yeah. his first time in, in left field, the right field, and he hurt his neck or something. The white side. Again to him. I yeah. Fowler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Michael, I, yeah. I asked to talk about your experience in the uh the Oh, we, we had such a good time. You know, we we Sorry, went, we, you went. Yeah, we, we went to a game in uh it's actually Moosic, Pennsylvania, which is uh Scranton Wilkesbury. And we saw the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders versus the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. And the stadium is beautiful. And it's right up Route 80, uh, Scranton Wilkesbury. And we had such a good time. Before we went into the stadium, we went to a Starbucks and just just show you how perfect a, a day it was. And there we meet a, uh, a guy and he starts talking baseball. He was a scout for the Chicago White Sox. And uh, very interesting guy. So we had a good time with there. I invited him to the game, but uh, he said he'd go to all the, t- all the games uh, anytime he wants. I had a free ticket, but uh, he, he thanked me. Anyway, the stadium uh, was beautiful, and the, the day was really great. And then we started looking at the players who were there, like the player who I recognized from Lehigh Valley. They had Ronald Torres playing. They, the Yankees had uh, the starting oh, pitcher, yeah. Jesse Garcia. He pitched lights out. And then on the team, there was Adam Warren. There was uh, Florial in the outfield. There were uh, Brantley was the catcher. Very, very familiar. And we had a wonderful time. And the origin of us doing these type of things, and actually my hat is uh, from the scranton Wilkesbury Yankees. Before even they became the Rail Riders, they changed from the Yankees to the Rail Riders because they uh, changed hands a little bit. But it's a great experience, especially if you want to take your grandchildren because between innings, they have like all kinds of activities for the kids. They have races. They, they, they put on these, uh, uh, they had one race between Munson, Mantle, Berra, and uh, DiMaggio. They put on these big uh, uh, masks and they run around the bases. And then at the end of the game, they let the kids get on the field and they run the bases. And you can meet the players. It's a wonderful experience. And one thing I noticed, if you looked at my pictures from Facebook, um, all the good seats were empty. There were very, very, there was maybe uh, 5,000 people, maybe less, maybe 3,000 people at the game. And most of the seats were wrapped around mm-hmm. with wires. Yeah. So you couldn't use them. And that's how it was. And uh, it's a wonderful time, and I recommend it. And the only reason why I recommend it besides, uh, other than going to, say, a, a Cyclones game or a Ducks game, is there are more familiar players. Like, if you wanted the right time, you could have seen Luke Boyd, uh, Gary Sanchez. I've seen Judge play there. I've seen Hideki Arabo play there over the years. And, and it's a great time. And the Poconos are beautiful. We stayed in a bed breakfast after that called Settlers Inn in Hawley, Pennsylvania. And just a recommended thing. And uh, go with your grandchildren. And uh, it's a nice change of something different to do. All right, thank you. Grant's about three hours away? Was what? No, just, just Eileen and me. 
three hours away. How far away is it? About two and a half hours. And then you go on an early Saturday morning, so you zip through the George Washington, and you get on Route 80, and uh, you go a little past the border, and I think it's 380, and that goes into uh, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. And then that's great. I was, I was, down, I was downtown Scranton once. I don't know if anybody else. Wonderful thing to do. All right. Thank you for that report. How is it as far as the COVID people, the COVID uh, restrictions? Anything? They're very, they're very careful. You know, we, we had to wear our masks, you know, and except if you're eating, yeah. and uh, everything is with uh, charge. So you pay for you pay with charge. You pay, you, you pay your food with charge. You, you go in with charge, and they're very. Now, I bet you after uh, they laxed it a little bit uh, since uh, the new regulations, maybe it's a little less. But uh, right. you know. Recommended. Try it sometimes. All right. Thank you for that. Um, all right. Thanks. Let's go on to the Mets. Last week at this time, they were 18 and 13. Now, <laughs> 20 and 17. So they had a, a, a losing week, but they're still in first place. Just barely. I mean, again, that's another division. That's yeah. yeah, very weak. Weak division. <laughs> Shake in there that the, the uh, players could switch players overnight. But uh, how many of you saw that uh, Pilar take it in the nose? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh. I saw the picture of that. Feel for oh, him. Yeah. Tony Canigliero. You talk, think about oh, yeah, right, right. the other players. Uh, uh, Stanton, uh, Stanton's name was up before. Yeah. Uh, lucky to just, not his eyes. Lucky. Right. Yeah. Alf. So his nose. He broke his nose. Um. He has some fractures also. Yeah, orbital fractures. Yeah, yeah so what, what do you think of how Milton, you being in the field there? Uh, <laughs> think the dude, he's got 10 days on a on a, uh, IL. You think after that he could, unless he's uh, gun shy after a walk. You okay. Do you remember what happened to Paul Blair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, never the same. He, got, he had to go for hypnosis. He was very yeah. gun shy after that. Hypnosis, he was afraid to get back up there. Yeah, stepped in a bucket after that. I think David Wright also had that. Yeah. Who's that? David, David Wright. Wright also had, uh, became a little gun shy. I hope I thought this didn't happen. I always like Kevin Pillar. We've been talking about him a lot. All right, uh, Fred? Yeah, they said with him that once the swelling goes down, he'll have to have surgery. And then once the surgery is completed, it'll be 10 to 14 days before he can do baseball activities. So he's going to be uh, there for a while, while. That's why they picked up, um, who they picked up? Maybe. Cameron Maybe. Cameron Maybe. Yeah. 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 We talked about him a few times during the week. Got world. him for what? $1? $1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From, the, from the Cubs, right? Yeah. 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 Hey, well, with the Yankees last year. We need the money. We need the money. He was pretty good with the Yankees, wasn't he? A couple yeah, years they ago. got good mileage yeah. out of him. Yeah, yeah that's I'm glad they got him. Everybody hits. Everybody hits with the Yankees. Nobody hits with the Mets. Yeah. Yankees could use him now. Right. Use Tapman too, right? How? The Mets yeah. are also mounted. Yeah. Yankees are short on outfielders, boy. Conforto, McNeil, Nimmo, yeah, Junior, yeah. Davey, Pilar. Pilar was playing very well too. Yeah. yeah. What, what are they going to do? What are you going to do for starting pitching this weekend? I don't know. Mets. And they got yeah, Strowman they pitching Mets Friday. Until Syndergaard is uh, ready to come back. Talk about that. Uh, the Giants got one of the Mets pitches this week. Howie, did you hear that one? Yeah. 
Trevor Hildenberger, who right. oh, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> claimed off waivers. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Giants are in first. Giants are still in first place in the West, right? Yes, they are. Yeah, record unbelievable. And it's a, what was it, eighteenth or four last time I looked? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna put you on in a second, Howie, and talk about your team. But uh, I just want to mention that the Mets called up this this kid. Supposed to be a pretty good kid, Khalil Lee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he no, can't hit, but he's a great fielder. Eight yeah, times. He had a nice catch last night. Uh, struck out eight times. Yesterday or yeah. whatever. Been up uh, eight times, and he struck out eight times. This is oh, two, two great catches. He's playing a great outfield. Yeah, Khalil Lee. Uh, then we talked about Pete Crow Armstrong. We talked about before, yeah. minor leaguer, top draft, port, draft pick, undergoing shoulder for glanoid labral articulate disruption. Yes. Say that twice, the three times. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Howie wanted to talk about his, his uh, San Francisco Giants because they're like quietly yep. doing very well. Howie, go ahead, talk about it. Well, there, there was an article in 538 uh, this week that came out about how the Giants uh, didn't follow the usual rules. Like, you know, they had a, a dynasty. They won in 10, 12, 14. Right. And then 16, they lost to, what what's his name's Cubs? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. In the <laughs> and uh, the next year, they lost like 98 games. And you figure, well, all right, now they're going to just bring up the kids and play the kids, which usually... Uh, they do and unload the veterans, but the Giants really didn't do that. Uh, they did unload like uh, Mass and Baumgart. They didn't re-sign him, and they signed like they signed uh, all these you know throwaways. Uh, Yaz, who never made the majors in the Baltimore organization, uh, they signed Dubon out of Milwaukee, Dickerson out of San Diego. Most recently, Taupman with the Yankees. Ruff, Darren Ruff with the Phillies, and then even the pitching staff. Uh, now, Cueto was signed as a free agent after the 2015 season, but they got Gausman from Baltimore as a free agent, uh, Scalafani from Cincinnati, Sanchez, Aaron Sanchez from Houston, Alex Wood. I couldn't believe this signing. The guy won 16 games for the Dodgers in 2017. And I think he's 5-0 this year for the Giants. And they have their own players, BD and Webb, who are also starting pitchers. But they, the article states that, you know, instead of just playing the kids, and they have really good minor leaguers, they're using these uh, veterans along with their former core of Posey, Belt, and Crawford, and Ed Longoria, all four of whom are having pretty good years. Posey has regained his strength, his hip has healed. And, you know, coming into this year, I have expected the Giants to unload uh, either Posey, Crawford, or Belt, at least one of the three, uh, at, the, uh, at the trade deadline. But so far, barring uh, the typical June swoon, the Giants may be buyers on the trade deadline. And again, they're doing it with, I think the team age, average age is 29, which is the second oldest. I think I read 
about to the uh, Twins. Twins are the only older team, average age. But, uh, you know, it's not like they don't have any minor leaguers. They got uh, two of their top uh, uh, minor leaguers, Joey Bart, the catcher, he's 24. They had brought him up last year when uh, Posey opted out. He had only 233, but he needed a lot more defensive work. work. And up until then, the fans here were screaming, saying, bring up Bart and move Posey to first base to save his legs. They're not saying that anymore. Uh, they're just happy with uh, with what, what's going on. And the other thing I got to uh, give in to is the uh, uh, Farzan, who came in from the Dodgers as a general manager, and Ep who brought Kepler in, the manager. The analytics, it's working here with this type of club. Uh, Kepler uses an entire roster, and they're flourishing. So... We'll see. See if it holds up. Thank you for that. Uh, Joey Bart, baseball card is very valuable, if you can get oh. his card. And uh, there was a, I heard a report a couple of days ago. They were talking about Buster Posey. And now, if his career was over now, and it's been five years since he last played, let's say, would he be Hall of Fame material? What do you think? Uh, was he on the, he was on the three championship teams, Howie? Yeah. Yeah. Played on yeah. the three, was he He wasn't what? hurt. He got hurt a few years ago, his hip, and uh, he just didn't have the power, didn't have the hitting, uh, and it looked like his career was in the, you know, in, on the downside. But he sat out last year, mm. and apparently the hip is healed, and he's mm. hitting with power. His average is hitting like 370, oh, 380. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, as, of, as of today, 374. Yeah. Would, yeah. You, would you guys consider him a Hall of Famer? Gerald? If he has a couple more good years. I would. And you, you know, his lifetime batting average is 303. Wow. 12 years, 303. It's pretty remarkable. Yes. Yeah. People. Yeah. And, and in a uh, in an average 162 game uh, season, he's got 19 home runs and 87 RBIs to go along with the 303 batting average, and he was a pretty good defensive catcher. Oh yeah. How's how do his stats compare to Ivan Rodriguez? Because he's in the Hall of Fame. Wasn't Rodriguez accused of uh, using uh, steroids? <laughs> yes. he got in. Yeah, but, he's, but he got in, so I'm just saying. Uh, I, I think Posey also deserves to be in. Okay. Let's see, Ivan Rodriguez. Pugs played over 20 years, I think. It was a real Yeah, long. right. Yeah. A couple of different teams, too. Right. Mostly Texas. But Posey, the, the three championship teams is a big factor. Championship. Yeah. Big leader on the team. Yeah. 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 yeah he's is a franchise. Uh, the, the, the stats are similar. His contract is up this year, along with Crawford and Bell. And be three, I think Posey, they'll probably uh, throw him another two-year contract. I bet. They're, and they're playing him three days, and then they rest him four. Three days resting four. So they're being very careful with him. How old is he? 33, 34? He's, he's 34. Yeah. Crawford's 34, Belt is 33. Yeah. Well, Longoria's 35. And these yeah, are all stars. Yeah. 
Yeah, Gerald, what do you got? Ivan Rodriguez's uh, offensive stats, I think, are comparable to Posey's. Lifetime batting average, 296 versus 303. Mm -hmm. Average 20 home runs, 85 RBIs. Very close to uh, to Posey. If you go by that, Posey should be a shoe and plus the three championships. You know, the leader in the team, you know, Mm -hmm. catchers. How many, right. how many years is Posey put in? 12. 12 versus 21 for Rodriguez. Fudge was an all-star defensive catcher, too. Yeah. Throughout every – no one would run on him. Right, right, those days. I'm surprised no one uh, – Benny uh, Benito Santiago never got a uh, hmm. Hall of Fame either. I thought he was a uh, a top-notch yeah. catcher in his day, but he never got – I right. think that uh... – uh, Posada should be should be a mention as well. You got one team guy, played his whole career in one team. Was it all the World Series is with the Yankees, and yet he never gets the recognition as opposed to Posey, <coughs> and a switch hitter on top. You know, except for the last year, of course, he didn't do much. He was hmm. one of many on a team on a good team. Yeah, I think oh, that's yeah. sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Posey's like a star. Uh, all right, let's see what happens down the line. Thanks for that uh, giant report. It's always good to hear what's happening away from New York. Milton. Just have a question. How are the two guys doing that the Mets traded for Lindor? Terrible. Terrible. Doing well yeah. for Cleveland? <laughs> no. Terrible. How's, how's Lindor doing? Rosario Cleveland's moved this. Rosario is now a center fielder. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. I to do that, Mark. It's like, what's he doing in center field? Right. For, for years, a lot of people thought they Mets would put him in yeah. center field. But Cleveland put him in center field. Yeah. What's his average? I don't know, but it was. It's too. It, it's in the low 200s. I'll look it up if you want. Benito, Benito Santiago had a lifetime 263 batting average, uh, and his, his RBIs and home runs were comparable to uh, the other two catches we mentioned. So his, his batting average is about 35 points under there his lifetime. But the power numbers. He had, a, he had a gun also for an arm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, last week, Albert Pujols was free. And then once we went off the air, he signs, of course, with the Dodgers for the remainder of the season. The Angels are still paying him. What was his last the last year's salary was $30 million. So I guess they pay him up to a percentage of the $30 million from when he left. And then the the uh, the Dodgers pay him a prorated portion of five hundred and seventy thousand dollars, which is a league minimum. I don't, I don't understand the situation there. Where they they get lots of money. Gets lots of money to play. Not starving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paying most of the money, but uh, nice story. And I don't know if you guys heard about this. He's playing now. Uh, they have a, they had a couple of injuries, but if the Dodgers get stronger, and they have gotten strong, they've gotten hot again. And uh, let's say they make the playoffs. And let's say all the guys who were injured come back. A lot of people are predicting that 
Pujols will not be part of the postseason roster. Have you heard reports about this? What's your opinions on this? Unless he has a super, 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 super year. I mean, he, he, I think he's had just one hit so far. I don't know what he did last night. But what's your opinion on this? Playing first base. Anybody have comments, Roger? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a veteran guy. I mean, you know, he's been through it all. I mean, so it's good for younger players on the Dodgers, I guess. Yeah, right. We'll see. Remains to be seen how much he can still hit. I mean, right. He had, I think, some RBI single already, but uh, haven't seen much more from him yet. I mean, yeah. So that's that's the report I heard about him. That that they think that once the guys get stronger again, he's just there as a band aid to fill in. Makes a nice story, but I think he may get his walking papers. Uh, down the line, only time will tell. We'll see about that. But yeah, Howie. I read out here that he's signed with the Dodgers purposely to give a punch in the nose to the uh, owner of the Angels, Audie Moreno, for the way <laughs> cast off. That was one of the reasons. Because they see each other in the same coffee shop or something? Yeah. Didn't have to move. We talked about Spencer Turnbull and his and his no-hitter. I want to turn over to this this story with the um with the White Sox. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bring in a uh, uh, a catcher to just finish out the game, a position player there. The uh, White Sox were up 15 to four in the ninth inning. They bring in this Williams Estudio, who was yeah. a catcher on the Twins. And uh, <laughs> German Mercedes is at bat. Ball one, ball two, ball three. <laughs> They're winning 15 to four. Uh, La Russa, the manager of the White Sox, gives the don't swing, the take sign. Do not swing, do not swing, do not swing. And the guy swings and hits a home run. So, reports after the game, twins are very upset. La Russa is very, very upset. Mercedes is very happy. He hits a home run, pads the statistics. <laughs> and then outside people are joining in saying, I think, what's it, the Boone, Aaron Boone, Yankee manager said, nothing wrong with swinging 3-0. and La Russa being old school, 3-0, you don't, you don't, especially when you're winning 3, you know, 15 to 4, and they bring in somebody who's not a pitcher to pitch. So what's your opinions about this whole thing? Alex Rodriguez hit his three, 600 home run of a 3-0 pitch. It was the only home run he ever hit of a 3-0 pitch. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, if that's the case, if it's three and all, just make it automatically three and one and, and don't even have, have the pitcher throw a fourth pitch. The pitcher's taking the same risk on every pitch. You know, and and uh, I even saw um, this happen many times that, that a position player goes in to pitch and the guys are out there to swing because they got a, they got a chance to do something good. Why not? It's part of the game. Well, again, the, the, the controversy here is that the manager said, do not swing. And the guy swung. Now... That happens many times. Well, then there should be some punishment. I mean, like, if I was if I was a manager and I told you to do something, you know, especially for the respect of the game, 
you know, um, who's the manager of the other way? Okay, Larusa. He went and told, uh, um, what's it, Baldo? Uh, who's the manager? Baldelli. Baldelli, right? He apologized. And meanwhile, the next day, uh, I think when uh, Mercedes was up, a ball was thrown behind him. Behind him, and a picture gets thrown out. So. Right. And the manager. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, eleven run lead to me. It's you kind you kind of rubbing it in a little bit. Plus, they're in the same division, which is you know that's a dangerous thing because they're gonna they've already played six times. You know they're gonna play 13, 14 more times. Uh, yeah, old old school. Yeah, you don't show up the other team, especially when you're burying them like that. Three zero pitch, but you know, I know things are different nowadays. So, I mean, the only sport in which you don't show up, people. It's happened many times, and managers have been, no coaches have been. Uh, 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 criticized where it's really in football in the NFL, you know, which you don't run up the score. But in baseball, you always have the chance to to, to score to score. And and uh, I think the players in general never give up. How many times have you seen that that a team that's up a lot decides, okay, I want to throw in my strokes to finish off the game, and they get bombed? It's happened. You can go back in history. Whether Roberto Clemente in the World Series was giving a take sign, he swung and hit a home run. Don't worry about it. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to. You know, I mean. Yeah. Uh, I just think that it just showed up. It, it, it um, showed up the manager. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, he has the authority. They swing, don't swing, whatever. And uh, and he just. Right, I'm just I don't know. Go ahead. Roger, someone has someone's talking in the background. Is that? Uh... I think they said it was the, like the slowest pitch ever, Mark. It was like forty-seven miles an hour or something. Uh, yeah. They kind of floated it in there. Get in. <laughs> Softball. Yeah. Michael, yeah. you know, in, in this in this game, in the in, in defense of Mercedes, uh, it's every man for himself, and uh, it's statistics and and how you look, and they make so much darn money. And who's to say mm-hmm. that he hits another home run or two? No matter what the circumstances, it might might affect the salary upwardly, and uh, I I could see why he did it. And uh, on the other side of the coin is you have to listen to your manager. So those are the both sides of the coin. And uh, I, I think if I was the pitcher, next time he was up, I would pluck pluck them also. So that's Sabathia put his two cents in today. Do you guys see what Sabathia said? Oh, I he saw said, that. Yeah. Rip by saying, and I'm not going to curse, but he did curse. He shouldn't be effing managing the White Sox. Oh. Sebastian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so that's a deal. That leads to a whole different discussion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, old school. Who would listen to Sebastian? Is he 76 years old? 78. Yeah. He should be managing. All right, so how about uh, the Jared uh, Kellenick? The former Met prospect finally traded to the Mariners. I see a grown man cry. Edwin Diaz, and in the second game, he hits a homer, has three extra base hits. Good for him, right? I'm a Met fan. Yes. Good for him. I love seeing a young kid do well. Uh, Maybe he'll have a a great future. The Mets, you know, made made a deal, and it it turned out the Robbie Cano thing. Oh. 21 years old. Uh, he's the second youngest Mariner to Homer out of the leadoff spot. And you know who the youngest was? A-Rod. 
Oh, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, but good to see him do well. Um, what else happened? So uh, Garrett Cole uh, went into the history books this week. He passed, who did he pass? He passed Greg Maddox. Let's see. First, the Brewer pitcher, Corbin Burns, set a record with 58 strikeouts without a walk to start a season. Uh, then he finally walked someone. He, he, he beat the previous record of 51 by uh, Kenley Jansen to start 2017. Um, and he also passed Greg Maddox for a record of 53 at any point for a season. Strikeouts and no walks. And Garrett Cole did 56 on Monday, and he went to 59 to set a new record. And he went to mm -hmm. 61 before he finally walked someone. So there's a walk, you know, how many uh, strikeouts you can get before you uh, draw a walk. Okay, any comments on that? Guess well, it, it's nice to have him on our side. That's my comment. <laughs> <laughs> I call what do you mean our side? Yeah, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> And everyone's talking about. Oh, I'm not sleeping. Oh, okay. I'm on my phone. <laughs> okay. Shohei Otani this week. Oh, what, man. What this guy is doing at the plate with, I think he has 14 homers. Yeah. He's still pitching. Uh, amazing. With, Absolutely he's amazing. He's still pitching, hit a home. He hit a home run, they say, it was four feet off the floor, off the ground. A roll. Oh, yeah, it was very high. Very high. He's very high. Strong guy, loved to watch. Yeah. And he, came, he started the other day, came out of the game and played the field because they wanted his bat to be in there. Let him stay healthy, though. That's yeah. that's the point. Yeah. He's a great one. 33 RBIs. So his velocity was down yesterday, Mark. Yeah, so. What, to 98? Exactly. <laughs> it was a story. So, I hope, yeah, Gerald, you want to say something before I go? Yeah. I just wanted to say regarding Lindor. The, the two uh, players who were traded to Cleveland, yeah. uh, Rosario's hitting 231, Jimenez is hitting 179. Hmm. All right. So one's better than Windor and one's yeah. not. <laughs> Here's a story. I guess so. Here's a story. Milton, I think you know this person. Uh, Marty referred me to the article about Alex Katz. Yes. You know Alex Katz? Yes, I do. You live down the block from you? He does. He, okay. he was signed by the White Sox, and then he was with Baltimore. And now he was signed. He went to the, the Ducks, and now the from the Ducks, he the Cubs just signed him this week to a minor league deal. All right. So he made print. He's with the Cubs minor leagues. But the interesting story about Alex Katz, and I don't know if we talked about it. He went to Temple Emmanuel, which is Temple mm -hmm. Temple Tick for now. And he got bar mitzvah there with Rabbi Scheinberg. And uh, mm -hmm. I never met him, but I, obviously uh, Marty, uh, Marty knows him and Milton knows him. And he's a local guy. He's a shy guy. We're trying to get him on the show to talk a little bit since we know him. But they say he's a very shy guy. Milton, you want to talk a little bit about Alex? Oh, I met Alex when um, he came as a patient. And I went in on a Sunday to fix his front uh, front tooth. I don't remember how he cracked it. Probably got hit with a ball, baseball, whatever. 
but he gave me uh, a signed autograph. And uh, I remember his parents were giving him a lot of lessons from a picture that used to be on the Yankees. I can't remember the pitcher's name, but he was given, you know, a lot of lessons to young kids, baseball people. And uh, he was a good kid, good kid, but he had uh, arm surgery. Oh, by the way, he did tell me that he pitched for Israel mm. in the uh, in those games. That could be it. And he struck Kabea. out World Baseball Classic on a slider. Mm. He's lefty. And he struck Gregorius out. And I met him recently, you know, in the neighborhood. And uh, he wouldn't, I asked him if he wanted to pitch to me and see if I could hit him with stickball. Um, he said he did some surgery and do it. And his mother yelled, don't, 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 don't tell him to pitch to you, you know? But um, I hope he makes it. You know, the family, nice family. He says he's taking time off. He told the Cubs when they when the Cubs picked him up, you know, maybe down the line, the Cubs may use him as a lefty specialist. Uh, if he could have a specialty pitch to get lefties out or whatever down the line. But he did tell him he is going to be leaving soon to go back to Israel to, to play, uh, I think, in the Olympics for Israel. If they have him. If they have, story. Right. how old is he? He's in his 30s, right? Early, early 30s. I don't even think he's that old. Well, I mean, let me see if the article says Check it. Check it out. I, I don't think <coughs> in his 20s. 27th round pick by the White Sox in 2015. And uh, years ago, really, really quick. It doesn't, doesn't have his age, but I guess if you, uh, you do a Google search, he'll come up. I have his baseball card, by the way, but I'm not. <laughs> I do. I have yeah, a, show it to us. I have it. I'll show it to you later if I get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, remember TJ Rivera? Mm -hmm. TJ yeah. Rivera. Signed yeah. the Pirates. And then he got hurt, and the Mets dropped him, and the Ducks picked him up. Yeah. And couldn't play last year because there was no Duck baseball last year. He told the Ducks he, Ducks wanted him this year. Spend one week with the Ducks this year. Now the Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates, have have, have bought his contract, and he'll mm. be playing with Pittsburgh. So you'll see his name, uh, T.J. Rivera, and uh, that's his story. There was a death this week. Mm -hmm. you guys, want to talk about Rennie Stennett? Oh, seven oh, hits man. in wow. one game. Sure, He's in his seven hits in one game. Infielder. Yeah, the only good player. Cancer. Yeah. 72 years old. Wow. Wait, How old? 72. Our age. Our age, you're right. Yeah. Young. Uh, um, the only play ever hit seven hits. Seven for seven. Seven for seven in the World Series. Right? One guy did a uh, seven for eight, but not seven for seven. Mark, was that a nine-inning game? A nine, uh, nine-inning game in which the, the uh, yeah. Pirates beat the Cubs <laughs> goes off. See that? 20, 22 nothing. 22 nothing, yeah. Now, uh, in this game, right. He had two hits twice in the same inning. Oh. And he oh. had hits off of a brother combination, Rick and Paul Russell. Oh, Russell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he had a double, single, single, double, single, single, triple. Uh, the triple 
broke a tie as our last hit, broke a tie with 43 others who was who was six for six, including Ty Cobb and Paul Wayner. So he went seven for seven. Nobody's ever gone seven for seven. But a giant, a giant, Brandon Crawford. He's still playing, right? The shortstop, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got he had another home today. He's got eleven, seven, twelve homes. Seven for eight in one game. Uh, that had to be extra innings. A game in 2016 against the uh, against Miami. Okay, so that's yeah. you know you know Brandon Crawford is get and Garrett Cole Cole's brother-in-law. Is that right? Yeah, he's married to Cole's Cole's sister. Yeah, or or Cole is married to Crawford's sister, something like that. Yeah, something like that. All in the, <laughs> all in the family. And then finally, yeah. as you know, this it keeps coming up every couple of weeks. From Howie, this is your news. Uh, Major League Baseball told the A's go find a new home. Not in, not in Oakland. It's not going to work in Oakland. Maybe Las Vegas, but they need a dome, obviously, because too high. Uh, there's no place in Las Vegas right now, but they're looking maybe Portland, okay, maybe Vancouver. They would like them to stay out west mm-hmm. because they're in the west right now in the division lineup. Now, there's mm-hmm. cities in the east which they probably would like to go to, like Memphis or Charlotte, Nashville, good city, Nashville, good cities, but they would, they would prefer them to look out west. Yeah. So, let's see what happens to them. They're, they're, they're speaking. They're speaking with Vegas officials on Monday. Okay. About uh, possible using the stadium there and uh, building a new stadium. So. Okay. Let's see what happens down the line. But that came made the news. Now, what's t- today is the twentieth, right? Yeah. So yesterday yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed four interesting things occurred in, in sports, in baseball, uh, on May 19th. Cy Young won his 500th game in 1910. Mm-hmm. Lloyd Wayner got his 3,000th hit in 1942. Little poison. Little poison. Uh, yeah. Long hit his first of his eight homers in eight games in oh. 1956. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, I didn't realize it was in the middle 50s. And Stan Musial became the National League hit leader at 41 years old with 34 31 total hits at that point, passing Hannes Wagner. Okay. And there's your baseball news. Milton, you got something? Good question. We're talking about that home run before. I don't remember who was the batter, but Sabathia had um, knee problems and he had a, he had some uh, treatment. Listen to this, but he was pitching and the guy bunted and Sabathia got real angry and was yelling and screaming at him. I don't remember the team. Now, let me ask you something. He had a right to bunt. The guy that pitched with one arm, he tried to bunt. I don't know what he was so upset about. He had, you know, (laughs) Right, you remember that? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that was early. That was early in the game when it was, you know, right. it was like the guy. The yeah. guy had a was bunting. He was angry uh, that he shouldn't have bunted. That he should try to, you know. You know, it's, it's just like people have gotten angry if a guy has a no hitter 
and a guy tries to bunt to, to break up the no hitter. Right. I mean, that's yeah. part of the game. You don't even get on yeah. base. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Sense. Whatever. I remember that, Bill. Was that was that was like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but I think it was the Red Sox. But I could be wrong about that. Too many unwit unwritten rules. Yeah. Uh in well, football, oh, Mark, I got Danny had a question. You have something? Danny had I a question. question. Just a, I saw a headline today on ESPN. Didn't read the whole article that um, there is some speculation they're trying to say with so many no hitters and how dominant pitchers are and how bad the hitting is, is that are they using a foreign substance? And that's starting to look into that because it's over dominant or how bad the hitting is or how good the, the pitching is trying to come to a, a, a consensus of, uh, of what, what is going on. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Howie? Uh, well, I read something about that, and the whole there's a whole thing with the pitchers. They say, I think it was Kershaw saying that uh, they deadened the ball from last year because they were hitting too yes. many homers last yeah. year. Yeah, like that and, doesn't take away singles. Yeah. Right. You know? We also talked about the spin rate. Right. We right. talked about that earlier, yeah. earlier show, but the, the, these pitches, the pitches are ahead of the batters all year round, and you're going to see more no-hitters this year. It, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's still May. I think it's... Yeah. The average is the thing about baseball, before you move on, uh, HBO is going to be doing a documentary on uh, Derek That's Jeter. Right. It's going to be yeah. the same type of level of documentary that they did for Michael Jordan. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That's yeah. next, sometime next year. You know, yeah. Mark, I was a baseball fan going way back. I've never seen people swinging the way they swing now, where they almost fall over. That's yeah. probably the reason why there's so many strikeouts, no hitters. I mean, years ago, you would dig in, but nobody swung like that. I mean, mm -hmm. look at the look at the sluggers. You could go to Hank Aaron, Mantle, Snyder, Mays. None of them had that swing where you almost fall down while you're swinging. If you did that, they would throw right at you, right? Yeah. It, it just uh, I don't. <coughs> baseball has changed. I still like it. We watch it, but um, it's different than what it used to be. And it used to be more interesting the way they would get more base hits instead mm -hmm. of, you know. A different game. Roger? Yeah, I mean, it, don't, it doesn't seem like guys are ashamed or upset when they strike out most right. of the time. No. Anyway, I right. Mean, yeah. right. Yeah. Like we were saying earlier, it's about the statistics. The guy, you know, Mercedes hit, hitting a home run. I mean, that's that's money in his contract for next year or whatever. So. Right. Not the money. Always I, I always wonder, you watch the games on TV, a guy strikes out and he's walking back to, to the dugout and he's looking back. What the hell are they looking at? Are they looking at the picture? Are they looking at the umpire? Are they looking at the replay? They all do the same thing. You know, they strike out and they walk back and they say, and they're looking back. I wonder what they're looking at. I don't know. They look, to me, sometimes they look befuddled. They take a pitch that clearly looks like a strike and they, and they questioned it. Yeah, yeah. Like Keith Hernandez always says, you know, it's too close. To, <laughs> it's too close to take. Well, yeah. we learned in Little League, right? You got to swing at it. Sometimes they ask the umpire, well, I don't know. Can I swing at a strike? Or, yeah. Or but I mean, sometimes they question things that the pitches are clearly strikes. <laughs> uh, uh, Fred? Another way that baseball's changed, and not for the better, 
is the way these guys are training him. I mean, back in the days, unless we never saw all these hamstring injuries, right. soft tissue, short soft tissue yeah. injuries. I mean, just this week, you had Conforto, McNeil, Mike Trout is out six to eight weeks. Right. I mean, yeah. are these guys not doing too much weight training, or they're not training the to be baseball players? I blame it on the trainers. Half of them are wusses. You know, my, my, my side hurts. I got to sit out. Yeah, yeah the left side. I, I felt that way this morning when I when I put on my shoes. Put on your shoes and your walks. Yeah, I mean, really. Who wants to play softball tomorrow? Yeah. Well, pickleball. And and, and, pickleball, and now the Mets yeah, are saying, I don't know. Did anybody hear anything new to, at, with yesterday's Met game? They first they said they were giving Pete Alonso a rest. Then it turns out mm-hmm. afterwards he said he was he was saying he had some discomfort in his wrist. Yes. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if that's yeah, going to lead to anything. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to lead to anything with him. Yes, CIL probably. <laughs> yeah. July fourth. <laughs> yeah. See you uh, next month. I think they ought. I think they should sit Lindor down or, or drop him to seventh or eighth. For he had a while. home run yesterday. Didn't he have a home run yesterday? Did he? No. No. No, he didn't. No. No. That, that was July. Hit a home run. Hit a home run. He don't hit a home run. Two days ago. I thought maybe I was dreaming of something. Yeah. So, Mark, I have a question about statistics. Yes. The Yankees won. Yeah, Do we enough. add that to today or next week? Oh, next week. because we're, we're yeah. Next week. Okay. All right. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they just went seven and three on the road trip. Okay, yeah, not bad. Let's see what happens. So, in football, uh, again, the same old story with Aaron Rodgers. No one knows if he's coming back. And no one knows how to prepare. Uh, come out, and you don't know if your team will be playing against Aaron Rodgers or he won't be with him. I didn't hear it about him. Sorry yeah. about it. Uh, the coach wants him back. I don't know. I don't know. We still don't know what's happening with him. And then uh, it seems a lot of players are switching their uniform numbers. You heard about yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, they want to like uh, the way they were in college. Sterling Shepard's going from eighty-seven to number three. Okay, and uh, uh, what's him? Kadarius Tony, first-round pick, was given eighty-nine. He says he doubts if he'll be wearing that come opening day. They all like the lo- the lower numbers. These receivers, I guess that's how it was in college for them. He's not getting number one because he was number one in college. The Giants have a number, Ray Flaherty. You ever hear of Ray Flaherty? No. No. He wore number one in 1928 to 35. That's right. Receiver, and they retired his number. I don't remember that. And uh, if you didn't hear it, Sam Houston State defeated South Dakota State 23-21 to win the and I care why. FBS <laughs> Division yeah. Championship. That's for you. Sam Supreme. Houston Institute of Technology. I got it. Yeah. Joe, that's my favorite. Yep. Well, we, yeah. yeah. What's, what's, I was going through the channels and this thing called spring football. What is that? Yeah, I saw that too in the listing. I have no idea. I think that's the teams playing each other. In other words, your team, let's say University of Florida, is playing University of Florida. They like. No, that's not college. No. In in today's listings, it says it it says here spring league on FS1, conquerors versus aviators, alphas versus linemen. I have no idea. 
Like yeah. seven o'clock and ten o'clock tonight. This is like uh, Alan's uh, softball league. That's who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> they got a team. Oh, they're that old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that too, Howie. Oh, Listings. What, what the hell is this? Yeah. And one of the coaches was Kevin Gilbride. Okay. So oh, what do we got in baseball? I know we talked a lot of baseball, but what do we got in basketball. Ron. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Well, the uh, play-in series started this week, and yeah, Boston beat my Wizards <laughs> in the mm. first game. Yeah. So, and then the Pacers beat the Hornets, which eliminated the Hornets. So now tonight, the big game is the Pacers play the Wizards for mm. the number eight spot. Boston has the number right. seven spot. So now tonight, the uh, Pacers play mm. the Wizards for the number eight spot. Mm. And Boston will play the Nets in the yeah. old round of the playoffs, which, mm. you know, let's go Nets, because I, I hate green anyway. Being a <laughs> And then the eight spot. I still like, hate Auerbach. Oh, of course. Yeah. Any, anything green. And that cigar, the victory cigar. Yeah. Yep. So then uh, the number eight seed will be playing Philly. Mm. So, right. And the Wizards, if they make it, you know what? They they could give Philly a run. Philly's not, you know, they they're a fragile team. Let's say. Yeah, but Embiid is great. Yeah. So if he's healthy. Right. Yeah. You know he's, you know, and then out west, uh, Memphis beat the Spurs and eliminated the Spurs uh, from the playoffs for what two years in a row, the first time ever missing two consecutive seasons. Um, and then my my Lakers. So, sorry, Howie. Uh, it was it was a good game. The Golden State last night by three on the LeBron thirty footer. Um, but I I think Golden State's going to beat uh, Memphis in uh, the next game. So the Lakers will be the seventh seed. They're going to play Phoenix, and whoever wins in Golden State and Memphis, they're going to be playing Utah in the first round. Is, are the Lakers healthy now? Uh, yeah, I would say 95% healthy. You know, I mean... You know, you know, in last night's game, Ron, the, the, the commentators kept saying they didn't think that LeBron had the, the explosiveness, that, that they're still not back 100%. Well, he's probably leery. You know, he's probably afraid to go 100%. I would imagine so. You know, I... Anybody who's ever who have, has ever sprained an ankle before, yeah. broken foot, oh, yeah. it's, it's never the same. You right. know, it's there's always a bigger tendency to, to re-injure it. So, but, you know, maybe one of my Knicks are, got the home court advantage in this series. Maybe they can win, beat beat the Hawks. Oh. Should be a good series. Yeah. yeah. What's your percentage ownership? What's your percentage ownership? Uh, in what? Uh, my Knicks. My Knicks. Yeah, all right. My Knicks. Just my Knicks. Michael, the Knicks. Michael. Impartial. Yeah. What's the scenario of the Knicks for the Knicks to play the Nets? Um, if the Knicks, they they would they would have to play in the conference finals, because if the Knicks win, they'll play the winner of the Sixers series. Okay. And uh, then Nets will play winner. They don't. They don't read. They don't recede in ba- in basketball like they do in hockey. Right. Just, they have brackets. 
Yeah. So we'll see what happens down the line there. And uh, all right, so Stefan Curry edged out Bradley Beal for the scoring title, if that means anything. Yeah. Oh, and well, one other Dice thing. Curry. This, this past weekend was the induction ceremony. Oh, yeah. Hall of Fame. Kobe, Tim Duncan, you know. And, and then they also uh, announced the class for September because, you know, coming in. Uh, who, who was it? Uh, Chris Webber? Chris Webber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why they picked Ben Wallace. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know he's a great defensive player. So, yeah. but... Uh, Chris Bosch, too, Ron. What's that, Chris Bosch? Okay, those, those two I can see. Coaches, uh, Russell, the Russell as a coach. Yeah. Rick Adelman and Jay Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Yeah, a couple of uh, female uh, WNBA is down the line there. Oh, uh, Speaking of WNBA, the Liberty is starting off great. Three and all. You know. They won, they, I think they won more games this year than they did all last year. Right, yeah. they only won two last year. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't know. Uh, Giannis, Janet Giannis has a brother. Yep, it's on the Bucks. Yeah, it's two brothers. Two brothers. Two play? One's on the Lakers. Oh, yeah. I, I did not know that. So, uh, this Thanasis, is that as you say it? Thanasis? Something like that. Who's a reserve on the, uh, on the Bucks? Yeah. He has, uh, Milton, I gotta come in a little medical here. He has a fracture of his right patella. They call it avulsion, avulsion fracture. Yeah, so. Any idea what yeah. that is? A broken <laughs> foot. Not good. Kneecap. Kneecap. Who, who has a broken foot? The knee, kneecap. kneecap. The kneecap, yeah. Who has the it? Kneecap. kneecap, the patella. How did that happen, by the way? Well. That is his knee against the, uh, the TV. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Going to be out two weeks, then they're going to reevaluate it. We'll see him at all. But I, I didn't even know they had a brother. Okay. And mm. what's your opinion about A Rod buying the, the Timberwolves with this Mark Lori? He's been trying to find out what to do with his money. That's what it seems to be now. 50 50 percent owner. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. And who had the worst record in basketball this year? You have three seconds. Detroit. No. Well, yeah. Houston? Houston. Right. 17 and 55. Feeling. Detroit was 20 and 52. Wow. <laughs> All right. Do you have any? Uh, Marv Albert's retiring. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I heard he really screwed yes. up. I heard he really screwed up the game. He was calling the wrong Celtic players. Uh, I'm really going. He wasn't with it <laughs> at all. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was embarrassing, they, they said. Well, he's, he's older than us. Yeah. He's, he's about he's 80. About Isn't he 80, 80 years old? Yes, 80, 81, something like that. Yes. Yeah. It was 1963. Okay. Wow. At a 21 years ago. Wow. 21 years. 20, wow. 21 year old. So what's uh, 63 take away 21? 79, 79 80. 80. Yeah. I don't know. He's up there. Okay. Hockey. How about the hockey report? What do we got? Wait, you want to take over hockey? Or? 
<laughs> well, Islanders are tied 1-1. They're going to game three tonight at home against right. Pittsburgh. So that they, they've taken over the home ice advantage. We'll see what happens at the Coliseum. Mm. Bruins have played three straight overtime games against the uh, Washington Caps. They're ahead 2-1. to one. I, don't, I really don't know much of what's going on out west. Uh, yeah, yeah, west, I, I don't follow too much. But it's funny that the, the Penguins, I think they had 50% capacity yeah. at the stadium, and the Islanders still only have, what, 20%. So I don't know how much of a home ice advantage that's going to be. I don't know. There was an article in today's paper. Well, let, me, let me see if I can find it, what, what they said about that. It was in here somewhere. At Holy Crown, uh, 25, oh no, uh, the Islanders are expecting... Uh, 6,000. Yeah. No, the, it says the Islanders are going to increase to 50%. So, right, it's 6,000 6, some odd. When? I think tonight? the arena only seats 13,000. For when? For when? For tonight. Oh, how are they going to get sell those tickets? So They already did to this season ticket holders. Oh, I see. Okay. And people who bought season tickets... But a new arena. There was an article in today's post about it. Yeah, there's a couple of other interesting uh, series going on. I don't know if anybody's watched. I know Fred has the Tampa, Florida series. Yeah, Tampa's up two nothing. They were they're up two nothing, but I, that's those teams just don't like each other. You know, yeah. I know being in both from Florida, the hitting that's going on. If anybody has a chance, if they like hockey. Catch the next game, and I'm sure that's going to be very hard-hitting, hard-nosed hockey. And then you got the Carolinas up uh, two nothing on Nashville yeah. in that series. That's, and that's that's what I say that the hockey players are the best fit, fit athletes. If they'll be baseball players, forget it. They'll be all, all on the IL. Yeah, forget it. hockey. That's for sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then one of the series that's starting tonight is going to be good. Toronto, Montreal. Right, you know, that's started And one of the personnel, John Davidson's going back to Columbus. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So in paper, he's going back to Columbus. Uh-huh. I think the same role we had last year. Good. And what, what, we'll get to Adorella? <laughs> we'll, we'll make yeah. a trade? I don't know. They hired yeah, someone today to do something. What? Didn't the uh, the Rangers hire somebody? Something to do with some guy, Mike Greer, for hockey operations or something. I'm not quite sure what that, that means. Does he get the coffee <laughs> for somebody? Maybe. <laughs> it's coffee for Dolan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, and the, uh, the Islanders, they signed this guy, Reese Newkirk. You ever hear of him? To yeah. a three-year deal, he'll play next year. He had nine goals, 18 assists in 24 games for the Port- Portland Winterhawks. I love these nicknames of yeah. <laughs> uh His career in the WHL, 69 goals, 93 assists, mm-hmm. five games. But here's the point, what I liked about this. He's from Moose Jaw. Saskatchewan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I would love to visit Moose Jaw one day. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was there in 1970. Really? Let's go. Yeah, we, 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 we were making a cross-country trip, and we drove back from Vancouver to Vancouver to Montreal. And we happened to be in Saskatchewan. We were in Moose Jaw and Saskatoon. 
<laughs> we That's camped cool. out in Banff National Park. It was a great trip. Was yeah. a and, and, small another, town. another one of my favorite names is where the Stahl brothers are from. Yeah. Thunder oh, Bay, Ontario. Really <laughs> that, Saskatoon was the name of a song by the uh, the rock group. Guess who? They're from Canada. They were from Canada. Yeah, yeah, Canada has right. some great names like Medicine Hat, Flynn <laughs> Flan. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so going to the Olympics, what's going to go on with the Olympics? They did a survey in, in Japan. And they had 80, all yeah. 80% of the citizens of Japan do not want the Olympics. Right. <laughs> it was something about the doctors in Japan uh, were recommending that they don't have the Olympics, I believe. Oh, it's still very high there. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, Japanese prime yeah. minister said, let the games begin. <laughs> <laughs> so again, that's a couple of months away. Uh, horse racing. I, don't, I missed the I missed the Preakness again. Rom battle wins. Okay, no trouble. Wow, yeah. yeah. And uh, in boxing, you ever hear a Tyson Fury? Yeah. 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 Take on Anthony Joshua, August fourteenth in Saudi Arabia. It's all British fight to uh, for an undisputed world championship, heavyweight world championship. To be it. And now I want to do that trivia. I want to bring up this one more story and then we can go to trivia. Uh, if you didn't know this, if you didn't hear this, uh, <laughs> Target has removed all sports and other trading cards from their stores. Right. So that, uh, yeah. As, as right. a buyer of, of, of baseball cards, they yeah. sold baseball cards, they sold basketball cards, football cards, Pokemon cards. Right. right, it's such a big business right oh, now, yeah. big, 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 that this the people when I go there on Friday, I got to talk every Friday morning, not to go for cards, but to shop every Friday morning. Right. I'm, I'm a, uh, very addicted to go there. I go the first thing I look at is the rack with the cards on. It's completely sold out. It mm -hmm. seems Thursday morning or Friday morning, one of those two mornings. As soon as the store <laughs> opens, there's a line. Oh, wow. It was a line out of every single target, every single target. That was the Arge. day they were lining the shelves with the carts. Really? And there's like a riot took place. What? So What's they had to the fights occurred in the stores. And so finally Target says it's not worth it to have the publicity of people fighting in the stores. So they removed all trading cards. Wow. From all Target stores, huh. but it, these are just common current cards, right? Current cards, right? Yeah. What are the songs? Not to get unless you buy them online. Sometimes you get a deal, and sometimes you don't. But some people, they, they, and and I went to a couple of weeks ago. I saw I saw a pack of cards. I saw three packs. I bought three packs. I got her pay pay with my other stuff. They said, "Sorry, sir, you're only allowed to buy one." <laughs> like it's like Lysol spray or like uh, <laughs> wipes, Clorox wipes. Yeah, right. Only one per customer. Wow. <laughs> okay, I thought that. Anybody got any trivia questions? Remaining time. Who's got some questions? All right, uh, um, Joe, you go first. What you yeah. Speaking of Yankee no hitters, which I'm sure you talked about before I came back. Um, 
Allie Reynolds threw two no-hitters in 1951. During one of them, something famous happened. What was it? Oh, I know. The, uh, Yogi Berra uh, dropped the foul ball, and then the next the next pitcher was another high pop-up, and he caught the foul ball. That's how the game ended. Yeah. That's what happened in 96 World That happened in 96 World Series with uh, who was it? Um, uh, Charlie Hayes was it? (laughs) The the uh, the foul ball, and the next was a high pop. Okay, good point. Yeah. Who else has a question? Wants to roll here? Uh, Gerald and then Michael. Go ahead. Which pitcher in history had the most strikeouts in World Series play? Mm. Whitey Ford? I'd say Whitey Ford. Yes. Whitey Ford, 94. Uh All those World Series games. Michael? I have two goodies. Uh, Everybody knows from yesterday that Corey Kugler pitched uh, one game only for uh, Houston. Uh, Not not for for, for the Rangers, right? Who is the only other Cy Young Award winner to pitch exactly one game for a team, and who was he? And what year? Everybody's lifetime. Uh, and he pitched a no hitter. So he he pitched one game and he pitched a no hitter. No. No, no. He he pitched. A, he was a, he's a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. He pitched a no hitter also, yeah. and he only pitched one game for another team. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you got to give us hints. We don't know. All right. It was on the Astros. It's for the Astros, and it was in the year 2000. It's one game for that team. And every Mets fan loves them. Give us initials. Mike? Uh, DG. DG. Doc Gooden? Doc Gooden is, right. It is one game for the Astros in the year 2000. Wow. Right. I never knew that. Right. Here's one for you guys. Um, Who allowed zero runs for 21 straight games this season? What? Say that. In 21 straight games, he's given this season, he's given up zero runs. So a relief pitcher. A relief pitcher, yeah. There's no no starters have done 21. Oh, who said Chapman. that? Maybe. I said Chapman. 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 Yeah. Hasn't given a run? Uh, zero ERA. Didn't yeah, get shot. Yeah, he pitched the ninth today. Zero. Wow. Got another save. So 21. It was on the screen today. Okay. Mm. Fred? Yeah. Um, they said this on the Met game the other day. When Tommy Hunter got his hit, it was his first major league hit. He was 34 years old or something. Second – who – Second oldest Met player ever to get to get his first major league hit. Who is the oldest in in on the Mets history to, to get a hit? Their first major league hit. Hello. No first major league hit. Yeah. Major league hit. You, you don't associate this guy with the Mets. Thank <laughs> <laughs> someone else. Had to be a relief pitcher. No, it 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 was a pitcher. But he was mostly a starter in the American League. Oh. But maybe by the time the Mets may have been really. Let's show the initials. Initials. FT. Frank Tanana. Frank Tanana. 
Right. It was 39 years and some odd. It was Mark. What else? Who else has one? The other one, Fred? You're rolling? Yeah, this one was from today's paper. In 1962, this rookie with the Chicago Cubs in a doubleheader against the Phillies was up eight times and got eight singles in a doubleheader. Anybody? There's a rookie in 62. Kenny Hubs? Exactly right. Is that right? Kenny that is, Ken, wow. Ken Hubs. Wow. Later died in a plane crash. Yeah. Right, right. Rookie of the year. 1962, yeah. What Hall of Fame pitcher had the fewest career losses at the time of his 100th career win? So, Ooh. Whitey Ford. Whitey Ford is right. Yeah, 30. Really? really? Here's a good one, a fun question. Seven players to hit 250 or more home runs in their career and weighed. Over 250 pounds. Frank Howard. Frank Howard is one. Ted Klazuski. Yeah, Klazuski. Ted Klazuski. Don't have Klazuski on the list. Yeah. No? That's right. Harmon Killebrew. Don't have Harmon Killebrew on the list. Babe Ruth. Don't have Babe Ruth on the list. Dave Buns. Frank Frank Thomas on the White Sox. Thomas on the White Sox. Yeah, wasn't Kingman. there a Philadelphia outfielder? Oh, Frank I Thomas. Can't remember oh, Frank his name. Thomas. Oh. Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey. 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 Yeah, hundred yeah, fifty pounds. Yeah, and he had six hundred and twelve home runs. How many did yeah. Frank Howard have? Frank Howard's a good one. Uh, Frank yeah. had three hundred and eighty-two homers. How about Willie Stargell? Yeah, on the list. No, we gotta check these weights. Yeah. 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 He had two fielders. 279 home runs. Uh, Dave Parker, maybe? <laughs> no Dave Parker. I'll give it to you. Not Bartolo. Oh, Vaughn? No, there right, Bartolo Colon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had his one, Alan. Give us some addition. That was a biggie. A biggie. Yeah. I'm done. He oh, is yeah, 160. Oh, yeah. so we weigh 285. Frank Howard, we said Ryan Howard. Uh, oh, yeah. 250 had 382. Carlos, oh. wait, he weighed 270. Carlos, who? Carlos, oh, yes. uh, Prince oh. Fielder. Not the Jim Gentile. Oh, wow. Prince oh, Fielder weighed 274. I think his father also had 319. Jim Gentile should call. Oh, Chris Davis. Two fifty-five. Uh, he weighed two ninety-five, and he weighed two fifty-five. How about Ortiz? How about Smokey? Smokey only weighed two twenty-five. Yeah, you got to check these weights on these people. They might hit them. Oh, yeah. But maybe they look big, but they didn't have it. Who else? No, Smokey Burgess. Remember Smokey Burgess? That he's yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, great pinch hitter. Yeah. 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 So what else? Mm -hmm. back, back in the old Yankee Stadium, they used to put up on the screen when people came up to bat, not only the hitting statistics, but also uh, what their weight was. So it was a one game and more Vaughn was there, and he put, they put up 250 pounds, and, uh, and everybody screamed at him, put the other foot in the scale. That's why he was with the Mets, move on. Another, another bust. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, but the Mets collected insurance on him, at least. 
of all the people who hit 500 home runs in their career, who had the highest lifetime barrett, li highest lifetime batting average, and who had the lowest lifetime batting average? Ed Williams. Ed Williams, Ed Williams had the highest, 344. Yeah. Who what? had the lowest? 344. 344. And who had the lowest? Hit 500 home runs, but his batting average was 256. 256. Hmm. For the Twins. Killebrew. Killebrew? Killebrew. They could win a batting title the way they're going this year. Killebrew. <laughs> <laughs> right. Unbelievable. Uh, besides Jackie Robinson, who has his number retired by everybody, I guess, right? But, but another player has his number retired by three different teams. Really? I can't. Who is that person? Mm. Hank Aaron, maybe? No. No. Mm. Yogi no. Bear? No. Teams. Willie Mays? No. This guy was MVP in both leagues. To give you the answer, Robinson, Frank Robinson. Robinson. You knew he played for the Orioles and the Reds. Oh, Reds. Third team that retired his number. Cleveland Indians. Cleveland Indians. Oh, okay. Wow. Manager. Yeah. Who was the only pitcher to win a World Series game in three decades? Warren Spahn. Starting mm. pitcher, not a, not a relief pitcher. Freddie, uh, why did Ford do that? Nope, no. Oh, uh, Bob Feller. No, Oriole, Oriole pitcher for the sake of time. Jim Palmer. 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 Seventy and eighty-three. 66, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I think I had another question, but. Wait a minute, did you say question. 1966, 1970, and 1983? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we 1970 is the end of the 60s. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, it's 1-0. Oh, it's 1-0. Meet me on the corner, ladies. Take a map back. Who is the only non-Hall of Fame Detroit Tiger to have his uniform number retired? Was it? I'm going to give Lucky Calvino. Norm Cash. I'm going to give you four players. It's one of the four players. And Thank you. Hall of Famer, Detroit Tiger, and they retired his number. Was it Mickey Lolich? Was it Willie Hernandez? Was it? Lou Whitaker. Was it Willie Horton? Willie Horton. I think Willie, Willie Horton. Willie Horton. Horton is correct. Yeah. And I think that is it, boys. It is 530. Mark, one question. Get Milton, you go. Listen, Dean Chance, I remember him pitching. Jesus. Did he pitch before he pitched a no-header for Minnesota? Didn't he pitch for the Angels? Yeah. Yes. He, he was an original yes. Angel on their right. yeah. yeah, I remember and having He had a no-header and then a rain short no-header right after that. Dean Chance. I remember listening to him and watching on the radio. He was a very good pitcher. 
Yeah. I didn't catch the name. Yeah. And uh, uh, Joe? What was very, that? Very quick uh, trivia question. In the modern day era, from 1920 to the present, what pitcher had the most career shutouts? Oh, wow. Woo. Lefty Grove. No. Most career shutouts. Spawn? No. Warren Spawn? Yes. Warren Spawn 63. Wow. Warren Spawn 63. Oh, a lot. Wow. Pretty good. Very good. Yeah. So um, I want to thank you all for uh, joining us this week for number 55. And mm-hmm. we'll see you all next week for 56. Uh, it was fun. And mm-hmm. uh, some of you I'm going to be seeing uh, during the week, of course, to give you your shirts. The shirts came in and I'll keep be in touch with you and we'll take mm-hmm. care of that along the way. Uh, so, again, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Take care, guys. Enjoy the week. Take care, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.